0: Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me in this cauldron of a studio is Josh. Uh, Hello there. Hello there. How's it going? It's hot. (laughs) It certainly is. Oh, are we in Orlando? Well, well, I mean, if we were, at least we'd have air conditioning. That's true, yeah. There's no such thing here. No, Nowhere to be found. It's very, very hot here in Old Blighty. And I know British people, I think, have a bit of a reputation abroad for moaning constantly about how cold it is never and then as soon as summer comes around we moan about how hot it is never but it is very hot <laughs> yeah it was so hot yesterday thankfully i was off work and i went for a long walk and there came a point where i just started walking into supermarkets just, just to walk up and down oh, the aisles and cool proper down orlando styley. yeah it was good that's nice i was just you know if i closed my eyes i would have Believed I was in a Publix. Have you been or to uh, California? No. Uh, we went to
1: uh, did a fly drive. Went to Disneyland over there. Um, also went to Palm Springs. It was so hot. They had uh, water sprinklers outside every shop to
0: give you a cooling mist. Oh, nice. Yeah, that would be really good around here. Yeah, yeah I must say. Um, I mean, yeah. we are in a well where we are in North Kent, fine North Kent. Yeah, a well known. ...in the UK for being particularly sort of car-heavy, which I don't think helps no. with the heat. No, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm struggling. Yeah. I've got to be honest. A
1: solid 33.3 degrees Celsius in the studio. It certainly is. Um, uh, that's like 150
0: million in Fahrenheit. I something think. like that, yeah. yeah. And uh, we've had to turn the fan off. <laughs> such We're so committed to delivering... Pristine podcasts. yeah, top quality podcast with pristine audio quality that we've turned our fan off oh. for you, the listener. But the and the I microphones am, will
1: probably break through sweat.
0: It's certainly it, there's certainly a chance that that could happen. My t shirt is it's really dis- I feel disgusting. <laughs> I have to say, I feel grim. I feel grim as if it is as if the gates of hell yes have opened beneath but, us and out has walked the worst cabinet in the history of <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've all walked out we're back like orcs <laughs> out of the black gate of mordor i was about to say it's good to be back after what feels like
1: so long in the studio for us well Actually, it, it, not to our listeners no obviously. it
0: has been a while it has been a while we've been putting out a couple of trip reports and theme park film reviews in the last few weeks to basically cover our asses because <laughs> we've been unable to convene for various reasons but um, as you say the listeners wouldn't have known that 'Cause the podcasts have kept coming. Sure have. But um yeah, as we as of recording, we are in the midst of uh history here H- in the UK. History. Yeah. Well I mean it is. It is, Josh. It's one way You describing... can't deny that it's history. History's not always good. <laughs> it's sometimes quite bad. Oh, uh, history's written by the victor, right? Um I guess so, yeah. I hope that's us. Well by the end yeah, of it. Hope so. How long it'll take to eventually prove victorious, we'll have to wait and see. But it's not all bad news.
1: Not all doom and gloom.
0: It certainly isn't. And the reason for that, Josh, is that London Paramount is back on. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yes, this week we're going to be talking about the long in the offing London Paramount theme park. Now, I think, officially known as the London Resort. That is its now its working title.
1: Yeah. The artist formerly known as Paramount Park.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, That's quite good, because then they could also use the Prince logo.
0: Yeah. That's a good shout, actually. We should go into this business. Yeah. As if, um, you know, the previous 30-odd episodes haven't been evidence enough as to our expertise. (laughs) Of course. That line right there. Further proof. But, yeah, the London Resort, as I say... Has been in the offing for about five years. Yes. I'm looking at uh, Screamscape.com
1: right now. Yeah. Uh, 9th of October 2012 is the earliest record on there.
0: So we had just left school. Yeah. So, so that 2012, by the way, what a year. What a year. London Olympics. The peak. You, you had you had projects like this being an annu- announced. The what, 2010s what, peaked too what, soon. What a time for optimism in, in the UK. Yeah. How things have changed. Oh. How things have changed. But um, yeah, so this has been a long time coming, but there have been loads of delays, loads of setbacks, loads of doubts expressed as to whether or not this is ever going to happen. I was lucky enough to uh, work for the local paper. So just to be clear, as I said, we are from North Kent, which is in the southeast of England, and we are basically a 10 minute or so drive away from where Paramount Park is supposed to be built. Supposedly. uh, Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I worked for the local paper here for a couple of years, and I was kind of kept in the loop pretty well as to what was going on, uh, talked to all the key lads involved. I'd just like to say, what was going on was nothing. Well, yes. But I have to say, one of my all-time favourite interview quotes that I got from the leader of uh, one of the local councils Ooh. here. Which council? Uh, at Dartford. Oh. Um, so, Dartford Council... Arguably the one that could stand to benefit the most from this thing, Park, because I think technically, uh, whilst it is a a project of such substantial size, that it would require, I think, sort of national planning permission. Right. However... It goes
1: across multiple boundaries. Yes.
0: But it is, I think, primarily in the Dartford constituency. Represent? Swanscombe. Oof. And therefore, the sort of Dartford Council, the, the, the local authority, you probably feel like you could get the most out of in terms of information. And I and one of my favourite all time quotes was when he told me completely straight faced that he thought as a result of this theme park Dartford had the potential to become <laughs> the Kissimmee of the United Kingdom. <laughs> so, I mean obviously Kissimmee being the region of Florida, uh where, you know, stood to benefit, I guess, the most from the from Disney World yeah. certainly. But
1: what well, obviously Kiss Me is, you know, it's like Dubai these days. Mm. Yeah, you know,
0: skyscrapers and, yeah. oh no wait, it's dollar stores everywhere. It certainly is. But in terms of it being sort of a tourism hotspot, I think was his thinking. Yes. And Are we going to get
1: a film with Willem Dafoe called The Dartford Project?
0: Well, we can but dream. Oh. We can but dream. I guess it would actually be called The Kent Project? Oh. I don't know. It's a deep... Deep hole to dive down if we wanted to. Good do film that.
1: though, worth watching.
0: Well, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Official recommendation. Is it a theme park film? Could we? Uh, could it be part of the series?
1: Disney World is technically in it. Oh,
0: well, that's settled then.
1: Um, the
0: series continues. Also, the uh, it Wizard keeps, Gift Shop.
1: It keeps, is it really? Yeah.
0: The iconic Wizard Gift Shop. Yeah. See, we don't have a Wizard Gift Shop in Dark. No, I it? want if a Wizard gonna be Gift the, Shop. We're going to be the me of Ken. Yeah. Or the Kissimmee yeah. of whatever, the UK. We need to be having a uh, wizard gift shop. On uh, Kissimmee, I think we say it wrong. From oh, do what I watch... What is it? Kissimmee.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Is it?
0: pretty? Yeah. Kissimmee? That's, Kas- that's someone from Star Kas- Wars. Kissimmee?
1: Kissimmee. Kissimmee? Kissimmee. Not Kissimmee? Yeah. Kissimmee. Kissimmee.
0: Is it really? Where have you heard that from? Uh, Floridians on that I watch on the YouTubes. Yeah, but they say my mum's name is Windy. <laughs> so I'm not sure I can believe anything... <laughs> That they say That's when it true, comes yeah. to pronunciations. So yeah, I'm I'm sticking with Kiss Me, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> but so what the plan is today, and what's inspired this talk? I'll take a Disney Springs, Dartford Springs, Dartford Springs. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, there's lots of work going on in Dartford. This is going to become a Dartford podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to alienate everyone who tunes in. There's quite a lot of work going on in Dartford at the yeah. moment. Uh, when I went on my long walk yesterday to bask in the wonderful sunshine. Perfect um, weather for it. There's lots going on. Yeah. like the Actual progress is being made on, on developments that have been, you know, only ever in the planning stages yeah. for years now. And finally, you know, there are construction sites and bulldozers and Could scaffolding. Be, uh, you know, the co-op, all former all co-op. Former yeah. headquarters of the co-op. We're going to have a cinema. It's going to be a cinema and hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Dots. It's going to be like... Dartford Springs. Dartford Springs. We have a Central Park. Yeah. My other favourite, totally not deluded quote from a Dartford councillor. Genuine comparisons between our Central Park and Central Park New York City. Of course. Uh, I'm like... (laughs) We're getting a zoo. Look, it's a nice park. (laughs) But come on now. Come on now. Not sure about comparing it to...
1: I guess both Central Park New York and Central Park Dartford well known for not going in at night time because of Drug dealers and drug takers. I guess, yeah. Um, I guess
0: so. Rest in peace, Mag Kev. <laughs> we need to stop with these local references, and uh, this, whole, this whole podcast is a local reference. That's true. That is true. The but London result—that's not even in London. That's that's also true. But the Unless reason the boundaries get redrawn. The reason we're talking about it. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's proper Floridaing it down out there now, Josh. A Florida thunderstorm may be on the way. Kiss me, of Kent. Oh. The case keeps getting stronger the longer we talk about it. But anyway. The, K- the Kissimmee of Kent. I believe I'm right in saying that on our very first podcast, we did talk about the London Resort. And kind of yeah. what's been going on with it. Kind of felt appropriate that Kent-based theme park podcast, very niche, yeah. should be talking about, you know, the big Kent theme park project. Basically, um, we had to start...
1: Like, early, yeah, so that we can have a track record of stuff, so then we can potentially get tickets. Yes, that's true. This yeah. is
0: all a uh, self-serving <laughs> enterprise here. We just want to get press tickets to the to the thing park when it opens in 2094, when none of us will be able to go on the rides because of our pre-existing heart conditions yeah. at that stage. Well,
1: at that point, the whole world will, will have ended anyway, because... Well, guess, the world won't have, but the human race will.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean, that's that's probably the ideal scenario yeah. dogs are all the world i would yeah. say is probably the best case scenario from that anyway london resort let's go back to the beginning formally announced as you said Josh 2012 yes great times it certainly was the olympics had been on yeah. everyone was in
1: jubilous rapture how were. good they, how good it was
0: it, they were a good olympics Yeah, i mean we're biased but they were a good olympic uh, and, and the big the big player when it came to this project was Paramount yes uh, that was the name being attached to it uh, they were going to have the naming rights yep. to the park and also lend of course loads of their properties to the park uh, things like Mission Impossible Star Trek Star Trek I guess back then would Indiana Jones have afford- thought no I guess that's a Lucasfilm thing yeah
1: yes, it's maybe a bit, not. Indiana Jones is weird yeah because Paramount put those movies out didn't they yeah yeah. The Paramount Mountain is definitely in the intro well yes
0: iconic yes um, but yeah Star Trek Mission Impossible they were definitely ones I, I, I remember finding it bizarre that I mean clearly sort of people who weren't totally sure about the Paramount portfolio and had just gone and checked it on Wikipedia when it came to writing news articles about the type of rides that could feature at this park yeah I swear to god every single article always said that among the rides it could feature would be the Godfather <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like look I know Paramount put it out, but what the hell are you supposed to do with the godfather in a theme park setting? I mean uh, not every not every film that a yeah. studio puts out should go in a theme park.
1: You could have a themed area, but then you couldn't there's no rides that would then go in that area. It's not very kid friendly though, is no. it?
0: No. I'm not sure not quite sure how that would work. Yeah. So Ducker at me. But I guess back in 2012, you were given this whole thing the benefit of the doubt because they also said they're, they're going to have a deal with the BBC. Yeah. They're going to have it. I uh, opens up stuff like Doctor Who. Yeah. And Extenders. <laughs> uh, awesome. Album Animation. Yeah. The home of Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and uh, various other Flushed Away. Classic, yes, Flushed Away. That's a pretty good film, actually. Yeah, I like Flushed Away. Have you seen Early Man? So I have most not. Recent it's not that good. No. It's quite disappointing. Apparently it was very
1: lost on uh, anyone outside of England as well. Well, I'm not surprised. because yeah.
0: the, the jokes that made me laugh the most were all football related. Yeah. And, or uh, as they
1: would say in America, soccer.
0: Yes. But they would have been lost. I mean, my favourite part of it was that there was a, like, a commentary duo who were clearly meant to be like Motson and Hanson. Oh. So I found that pretty funny. But it would be lost on most people outside England. And yeah. other than that, the film didn't really hold up or do anything for me. But anyway, so there were lots of big names being attached to this project and there were reasons to be optimistic. And then I, I guess, I mean, can you remember, do you remember where you were <laughs> when London Paramount was being talked about at first? I guess 2012 we would have been in the very early stages of university. It's so I guess the idea, uh, in our yeah. in our heads we were like, oh, that's great. Well, well, we'll we'd have be, we'd been starting second year. We'll right? do our four year degrees and by the time we come back home, we'll have a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds fantastic. But of course, alas, it hasn't happened. But I mean, do you remember being particularly excited about it back then? Did it seem feasible to you? Uh,
1: I My automatic thought was, well, that's going to be a housing estate before long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the biggest steam parks we have here, right, are Thorpe Park and Orton Towers, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Um, but we don't really have any down in the southeast. No, the, and, the nearest and, ones would be yeah. would be Thorpe Park. I and guess. so you could understand why they they were putting the London name on this park because although it's not in London and you yeah. know loads of locals were yeah. supposedly up in arms about it, like well it shouldn't be called the London Paramount Park or whatever. We're not in London, but it's it's the London Paramount Park in the same way that all of the airports are nowhere near London. Yes, that's a good shout. Um, yeah,
1: Stansted, Luton.
0: It's a point of reference. Yes. Ultimately, it's not actually meant to be a you Know a, a geographical, a geographically accurate, yes, uh, naming convention. Uh, not at all. It's purely a point of reference for people yeah. who are coming from afar, whether within the UK or abroad. Hey, this place is it's advertising, uh, you can get there from London, yeah. Like, right, come to London, stay in London, Get, the HS get to HS1, you can get to this thing park nice and easily. But it was going to be in Swanscombe, a town in Kent, not far from here, yes. Uh, and the, the the place it was going to be built on was just loads of sort of local industry, basically. Yeah, and that um, the
1: thermometer where they used to get all the hot temperatures.
0: Yes, the the, the temperature reading station, yes. which is a, a reason why this part of the UK was always or quite regularly had some of the highest temperatures. But yeah, as the years went on, various problems, sort of oh. high-profile figures like dropping out. Uh, money problems, lots of resistance from the local business owners on the peninsula who didn't want to give up their lots livelihoods, warehouses. Yeah, for for
1: for the theme park. Clearly, uh, not being offered enough to move on. I'm yeah. Guessing.
0: Yeah, and then and you know, there was also another big local project. If I'm not mistaken, for a while it was being considered that another crossing was going to go there to link Kent and Essex over the River Thames. Yeah. Um, Luckily, it got moved. It did get moved, but uh, there was a while where that something was, was being considered. I think so. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, mm. I don't know when that. Can't remember when that decision was made. Now, if it was pre or post referendum, uh, um, I think it was. I genuinely can't remember. I think it was post. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was post. But it's like got a really long date on it. Hasn't yeah, it? Oh yeah. It's not coming anytime soon. No, it's like, 2030, something like that. Yeah. Man. But um, I mean, I I've been to a few. I went to a few meetings with. Uh, where local developers, uh, or sorry, local business owners and developers from the project were present, and you could definitely tell there was a lot of friction and a lot of, um, you got the impression as well that all the sort of local politicians were sort of, yeah, we totally understand the concern to the local business owners, but you know pound signs in the eyes uh, at the thought of this massive theme park, which when it was first announced wasn't just a theme park; it was going to be like an entertainment. Yeah, uh, and there's going to be uh, with shops and restaurants and a cinema and a water park and hotels. Some, uh, some more like tertiary industry. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's been scaled back quite dramatically over the yeah. years. I don't think water park is part of it anymore, which mm. makes uh, water park was a, a bit of a weird one anyway. Because yeah, it have to be an internal. It'd have to be an indoor water park, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, I guess you could do an indoor. Water Although, park, yeah. Although on a day like today, Josh. Perfect weather for a water park. Perfect water
1: park weather. You're there not used wrong. to be a water park uh, not far from here. Mm. Shut down. Right. Um, long before I remember it ever existing. But
0: yeah, I don't have any knowledge but, of that. But
1: um, apparently, like, it was still. Uh, do you know how Wet and Wild sat for ages after it closed? Yeah. Apparently, this sat in a similar state for quite some time before getting ripped down.
0: Oh, interesting. And yeah, you had a lot of financial backers that pulled out over a period of time. Um. There were rumours about whether the BBC would be pulling out. I think Aldman eventually did pull out. They sure did. But then, the, the big, big one. The big one. Paramount pulled out. Ugh. And I believe I was in... I remember this very clearly when Paramount officially pulled out. I think it was 2017. Uh, I was working for the local paper at the time, but I was on holiday. Uh, I think I was in Cyprus. And I remember seeing the... Uh, did you just let out of a single the headline laugh. on my... Well, it was just after the... It, it was, was like, ha! Was it 2017 or maybe it was twenty six? I can't remember. But basically, I, I remember um, I remember seeing the headline on my phone in Cyprus saying, Paramount have pulled out of London Paramount. <laughs> and I was like, oh, great. That's good, isn't it?
1: Now we just got London.
0: Yeah, just London. Welcome to London. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe... Yeah. Uh... Just call it London. Just and call be it, it London, yeah. But that, you would have thought, would have been the final nail in this coffin. But no. But no. They kept it going, and they called it the London Resort. That was the new working title given to the park. Yeah. And they were insistent that they would strike deals with other people. And I must admit, for a long time, I did sort of speculate to myself. Why don't they approach Universal? Because Universal have a presence everywhere except Europe. It's true. Why not? We've got a lot of internal rides, perfect for this weather. What is Universal's most attractive IP at their parks? Harry Potter. This is the home of Harry Potter. Home of Harry Potter. We've got the Warner Brothers Studios. Now, would Warner Brothers take issue potentially with a Drawing competing Harry away. Potter attraction that isn't owned by them? Maybe there's a contractory there. Well, maybe. Maybe the Harry Potter Studio Tour, which is in just sort of which is in sort of on the outskirts of sort of north London, northwest yes. London. Uh, nor- nor- where is it? It's like Watford, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, it's around north. Watford so is somewhere like north, that, northwest, just north of so London. It's, yeah. it's
1: north northwest. I think. Mean, it's
0: it's meant to be very good. I, I'd quite like to go. Um, it's very popular and it looks pretty cool. But the point is that yeah, I, I just thought well, Universal obviously are big in the, in the states. They've got parks in the Far East and Asia, um, but they haven't got a park in Europe. Um, and Obviously, Disney have and Disney have. Are their big rivals in the U.S. and in Asia, but they're they're alone in terms of the big sort of well, I guess the juggernauts of the theme park industry, Disney yeah. and Universal, and Disney are alone yeah. in Europe with Paris, and it just felt to me like it was quite a quite a obvious marriage potentially there, Universal and this London resort, but yeah. I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's ever been talked about really.
1: I feel like if you get Universal on board, you can then get big bigger names, I think. Yeah as well Mm. Um, you could potentially do you know deal with maybe uh, the James Bond
0: guys or Comcast have recently bought uh, Sky exactly a big UK broadcast company European European broadcast company so Italy they're making they're making moves uh, in the market yeah so I don't know it just kind of felt to me like yeah like I said a, a potentially obvious marriage but doesn't seem like it's ever been on the cards. I don't think there's ever even been rumors about it, really. No. Um, it feels very much like the London resort. You know, the people that are still backing it at this point have been quite committed to just sort of forging their own path. I as feel I like, like to say f- fudging it. I feel like Universal was probably their first port of
1: call, and Universal probably just went nah. You reckon? Yeah. You think
0: there have been discussions?
1: I think yeah, before it was even announced, right? Universal was like the go-to. No. I
0: wonder why Universal wouldn't be interested in having a park in London. Well, well,
1: I guess the the thing is they wouldn't own it, right? And I think these days they are keen to own prop- the I locations. guess so, but they
0: don't own Singapore and they and they've just well, recently no. announced two big expansions for Singapore in the yes. form of uh is it the Minion there's a Minion land and a and Nintendo. Yes, yeah. coming. I guess that was it, it comes from a
1: different era, right? Where mm. they didn't own it. Yeah. Then you know Disney's had the same issue. You know Disneyland Paris, all sorts of issues Mm. has only just become profitable since Disney's bought it Mm. or bought the majority back. Um, You know, some markets is a bit harder, like China. Obviously, it's near impossible to own the property outright. Yeah, so you have to go into a deal with with the government. But um, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's just they didn't want to go into partnerships with some dodgy geezers who reckon they could build a theme park.
0: What kind of dodgy geezers do you think of behind this project? I just classic cl- like Mike Ashley types, I reckon. Sort of big lads, sort of uh, shirts, got way too many buttons undone, frankly. Oh. Big silver necklace, big gold watch. Carries dodgy, his laptop around dodgy, in a Sainsbury's bag. Dodgy characters, not not having it.
1: I feel like Mike Ashley's going to own everything My- that was British by the end of the This like- is going
0: to become the Sports Direct. <laughs> The Sports Direct... uh, Sports Direct World. Sports Direct World. Oh, God. That's
1: what it was called, isn't it? Sports World. That's what it was called.
0: Yeah, I think it was. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Sports The the tackiest thing. Can you imagine the gift shops? Oh. Just... (laughs) Everyone's in trackies <laughs> yeah. Disney you buy like The wonderful Disney collectibles Universal you've got these amazing Harry Potter ones And at Sports Direct World all you can buy Is like Dunlop socks That come in m- mismatched sizes Lonsdale boxing gear that's nowhere near as good as it used to be Before it was owned by Sports Direct Yeah brilliant and Massive mugs <laughs> <laughs> Massive Sports Direct mugs Oh, gosh. Boxes four for a tenner. Yes. that's no, not even that, is it, tenner? Ten quid's nice. a lot. Uh, so, yeah, Paramount pulled out in the summer of, I'm pretty sure, 2017. Because, um, as I say, I have a pretty vivid memory of, of that. Uh, and then, yeah, they kind of fumbled along for a little while. And if I'm not mistaken, there was a, there's a big, um, um, one of the local football clubs here. Which e- one? Ebsfleet United. Oh, They're a non-league yeah. football club. Big, big team. Yeah. So, for our American listeners out there, this is even worse than MLS. But of course, you know, I'm sure I could still beat the US women's team, Josh, because you know, women aren't they? Well, come on, the women's team did lose to the under-15s of one of the MLS teams. Did they? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, let's not go down this road. This is a dangerous place to be. But did you see that um, UGov poll recently? No, it was a national UK poll, and uh, I think it was like 12% of men thought they could win a point against Serena Williams
1: yeah i did see that and i was like this is uh this is some vintage <laughs> but so m- my thing with that is is i'm not they're probably thinking yeah i'm i could give her a game
0: yeah but well, i mean that's not like okay, could she hit a double fault yeah. yeah yeah i guess yeah like that's <laughs> my thought process is so that is that the same as winning a point <laughs> is that not well, an <laughs> to could you win a rally
1: no, no. <laughs> like my thought was, I could probably gain a point. Yeah, sure. Not win a point. I yeah. could gain a point. Yeah.
0: Would Would there at some point during a three set match be a fifteen next to my name? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I reckon maybe yeah. she could probably for, hit a double for for no, at some point for no effort of my own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I would have had nothing to do with it. Will we ever have a rally of more than two? No. No. <laughs> we, will we have a rally? No. <laughs> probably not. All my shots are going into the net, and yeah. 99.9% of hers are flying past like, me at 100 miles an hour.
1: The only way I'm winning a point is if she's got to a point where she doesn't care. I guess. And it's like, gives me a point. Yeah, sure. So Which I think she's a decent person. I think she'll give me a point. Yeah, sure. So yeah, why not? Like, so I was like, I'd probably say yes, because she'd probably give me a point. Yeah. But...
0: Yeah. Not Not the same I think way, I could actually win. In a the point. same way that you let the little kid mascot score a goal past yeah. the cuddly mascot at the start of football match. Exactly. In that same. way. Yeah. Um. How did we get onto this? Oh yeah, Ebfleet United. Yes, absolutely. So absolutely United. <laughs> No. Uh, to the disdain of a lot of the other local football clubs, nothing compared here. to uh, Las Cabras. Obviously. No, of course not. But they have—they're a local football team here, and they've got some sort of Middle Eastern backers. Like, not you know, <laughs> extraordinary, obviously. Yeah, but not, by the not standards. Etihad of, No, but by the standards of non-league football, they've got some financial muscle to yeah. throw around, and they've recently redeveloped their stadium, oh. and and they've kind of. Blasted through some of the lower leagues in the last sort of five years or so. Then no Punjab United. Certainly not, but then who is other yes. than Les Cabras? Yeah. And um, he it, I hate to say I f I can't remember his name, but he is apparently recently sort of taken the reins oh, of this project of course, to basically yes. try and get it done. Yeah. And he I guess his his thoughts are, Well look, I'm now sort of pretty familiar with the area. I've got a track record of investment in local projects. That benefited the community, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm going to get this thing done, or at least sort of babysit it until it sorts itself out, and we can actually get this thing off the ground. Yeah. And it's worth remembering that the numbers being quoted for this whole thing are kind of insane. It's like three to four billion pounds. I don't know what that is in dollars these days. Probably about two, <laughs> <laughs> three to four billion dollars. Um. So that is pretty much the euro translation Jesus it? so yeah i it's um a lot has changed since this thing first was was mooted, but this this fella this uh is kind of babysitting it for the time being and I guess the most recent development, other than Ardman reportedly leaving, and it seems like they left the project quite quietly yes uh, earlier in the year i yeah. think they probably well they they probably signed a contract in 2012 yeah and then the contract and, and ran the out. contracts run out and nothing's happened and they've clearly thought well what's the point of renewing this yeah we're going yeah see ya. so so they they, they pulled out but uh, but then we had two kind of strange announcements strange for different reasons uh this year that have kind of potentially brought life back to this the big ones. So we started with ITV. The biggie. This is the big one. Signing up. Oh. And my favourite thing about this project is that every national newspaper who don't know the ins and outs of it. Yeah. Still call this UK's Disneyland. Yeah. Because that's what gets that's what drives the traffic, that's what gets the clicks. Yeah. Gotta think and about that SEO. For years and years every news report you saw about this park was using exactly the same concept art from twenty twelve. Yeah. Um, no new concept art has ever emerged over no. the years. Well, they keep
1: saying they're going to put some new
0: stuff out and then delaying mm-hmm. it every yeah. year. Yeah, but there's been, like, lots of sort of standard-looking theme park fair, like a fantasy-looking land, yeah. and, uh, you know, one that looks more like a sort of movie studio vibe and that kind of thing. But anyway, ITV... Um, so, for our UK... Uh, sorry, US listeners, or, you know, non-UK listeners, might not know, obviously there's BBC, uh, kind of the big national broadcaster, but then you've also got ITV. Yes. Uh,
1: there's some... There is... Uh, I mean, Love Island's on ITV. It's true.
0: (laughs) People love Love Island. I've never watched it.
1: uh, Big Love Island news. It's going to be two seasons a year, two series a year now. Really? Rather than the one, yeah. Right. Big time. Wow. Do you want to explain what Love Island is for the people at home? Sure. Love Island, if you don't know, uh, loads of people who are rather attractive. Mm. You know. So they go sit in a villa and then they try and get with each other. And at the end of it, the best couple wins fifty
0: grand. What's the best couple? Is it purely uh, so the, the, the hottest couple? The people decide. The people decide. Yeah, Have we not learned over the last few years that letting the people decide is a route
1: to disaster. Well, yeah, but so generally, it's the couple that has been the longest.
0: You know, they're the the couple that. If it's a close result, did the losing couple start campaigning for a second vote? <laughs> yes. Ah. Um. No,
1: unfortunately not. Ah. But uh, so it's generally. Most people are genuine with their voting by the end of it. They want the best cult to win. Okay. You know, the people Do you, you vote? I don't vote. My mum does. Oh. Um, I do watch because I think it's hilarious. Fair enough. Uh, big shouting match going on the other day as wow. we record this. Hilarious. Oh. So, do you know you're sitting in a pub and you can see things kicking off in the other corner? Yeah. It's like that. Okay.
0: <laughs> Great. Yeah. Maybe I need to get on this. How many episodes are left? Um. Four, four, no, four, uh, no, two weeks. Is it very sort of directed it's every night? Do they do, do? you get the impression that the showrunners are sort of manipulating things behind the scenes for a big finale? Um, are there cliffhangers? There are
1: cliffhangers. Oh, well, so they record. So it's twenty-four-seven recording, but then you, the show's only an hour long or an hour and a half long, right? Um, and they generally leave, uh, halfway through the last night of the show. So mm. like. You'll go through uh, the end of the night from yesterday, go through the day, and then you'll get the night time start, but then something will kick off and you'll get, tomorrow
0: night! Where, where is the Love
1: Island? Um, is it the Isle of Wight? <laughs>
0: No, it's uh, one of the Spanish islands. Oh, right. So you have to be able to cope with heat well. Yeah. So me rocking up with this Spider-Man t-shirt stuck to me with sweat is not going to be a good look. It's not going to work for me. They
1: all come back with the most amazing tans. Do they? Yeah.
0: No one sunburns? No. Oh. And I've looked the villa up. It's very expensive. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, someone whose clothes stick to them in the sun and get sunburned. It's probably not going to happen for. But there, me, I'm there's
1: afraid. always one that has a bit of a dad bod, which I quite appreciate. Oh, fair enough. Yeah.
0: So there's hope.
1: Yeah. So last year it was a uh, Jack who ended up with uh, Danny, who was Danny Dyer's daughter. Great. Uh, this year <laughs> is Curtis, who is the brother of one of the lads off of Strictly Come Dancing. Right. Um, yeah. Always a dad bod. Okay. Tommy Fury, who is. Uh,
0: Tyson Fury Tyson Fury's brother Right Yeah he's on there Okay Yeah Huh Right Yeah So that's the example Of the kind of thing That's on ITV Yes So how would Love Island Translate to a theme park setting um, That could be very uh, You could get all sorts of complaints Yeah They do challenges Okay like water based challenges So you can right. maybe do a like a fear factor or something like that mm, I yeah. don't know well you could do some I'm a celebrity challenges at a theme park you could um, I'm a celebrity great show yeah you could do some Coronation Street business I yeah. don't know what but it'll recreate a, co- a curry coaster the, the curry coaster nice yeah that's pretty oh, good you could sell m- one of my
1: big things about curry, uh my mum's been watching Corrie for decades mm. uh, and Betty god rest her soul now up in heaven Uh, used to work in the Rovers Return, which is the pub. Right. So you could have the Rovers Return pub, Mm. and she used to make Betty's Hot Pot. And everyone used to want Betty's Hot Pot.
0: So you could get Betty's Hot Pot
1: at Coronation Street at the London Resort. Yeah. Interesting. And you could also have Roy's Rolls. Okay. Which is a sandwich shop. Right. So that'd be like your quick service, is Roy's Rolls. Yeah. But then you'd have Rovers Return as your sort of main eatery. Oh. Yeah. Nice. You'll sit down. What else does ITV do? Uh, Thunderbirds.
0: Okay. Um, Captain Scarlet. Rise. Um, they don't do the Jeremy Carl show anymore. No. Um, which was basically Jerry Springer. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to... Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. This morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they do... Is this morning on ITV? Is that on... Yeah. Okay. Uh, they do... Uh, good Morning, which is the one with... Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan. Oh, God. Then they have Lorraine. Yeah. With Lorraine Kelly. They certainly do. Um,
0: I must admit, they don't really have anything that I look to and think, Oh yes. I think Thunder- Park attraction. I
1: think Thunderbirds could be good. I think right.
0: Thunderbirds is a good... Because Thunderbirds has a long
1: tradition in this country, mm. um, originally from the late '60s, early '70s. Right, um, was rerun when we were kids. Okay, I used to watch it tons. I still have the VHSs. Nice. Um, Captain Scarlet, not so much, but is, is similar. Um,
0: but I feel like you. What could, about the Piers Morgan experience, where guests are just abused. locked in a room and it's Shucks. whoever can shout at a vegan sausage roll the loudest? Oh, you could do
1: You could do a. Um, this morning, uh, good morning with Piers Morgan. Race around
0: London. Oh, <laughs> I see what you've done there, Josh. <laughs> nice. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about this. Oh. <laughs> so it is with uh, deepest pride and greatest pleasure. Yeah. That Paramount. Yeah. In a in a miraculous U-turn. I'd just like to say, so the Guardian.
1: All oh, right. Which obviously is a newspaper. It certainly is over here. Uh, I said ITV Studios makes a range of hit shows from Love Island to Coronation Street but the focus of the deal is understood to be Thunderbirds I Go
0: oh okay well there you are Josh called it you should get involved I should but as I said with deepest pride and greatest pleasure London Resort um, not long after the ITV News uh, announced that Paramount was back on board <laughs> It's an incredible U-turn for oh. no apparent reason I can think of. Um, if there have been any big developments behind the scenes in terms of maybe a big player's got on board, like in the back room, or you know, a new injection of cash or something like that, as far as I'm aware, it's not been made public. But you would have to assume something has happened for Paramount to have decided to get back on board. Like They what? must have been given some assurances that, no, we've got it now, this is happening. Because it's worth remembering that the original timetable for this, uh, if if they'd stuck to it, the park would be pretty much open now. Yes. Um, It was essentially a five to six year plan from we start breaking ground to the park is open. Um, They haven't started breaking ground. They haven't even got planning permission to build the thing. So best case scenario, if they have a similar timetable again, is that this opens... I would say if this is going to happen, it's probably going to be between 2026 and 2032. Which well, they, is mad to think that those years even are concepts. Yeah.
1: Well, they reckon it'll be done by 2024, Tom.
0: They still think that? Yep. That's not going well, they, to happen.
1: Um, as of June, they've got a new CEO, right. uh, Pierre-Yves Ghebaud. What's his... Um, track record what's CV like
0: why should we believe yeah. well
1: Tom I'll tell you uh, the French entrepreneur brings from, with him significant experience in the tourism retail sport entertainment and real estate industries. oh does he really he oh. uh, was CEO of the London Millennium Dome ok he was the guy who took it from weird millennium showpiece that not, didn't really make any sense to what is now known as the O2
0: oh so he he transformed it f- yeah, he wasn't the original guy behind the original project. Uh, no. Okay. But he was he was the
1: CEO under the transformation. Okay. Uh, he was also CEO for ten years, uh, as head of X Leisure, who um, do things like the Xscape ski slopes. Uh, one in Milton Keynes is kind of the main one, the right. main well-known one. Uh, whenever you know they do the twenty twelve, like before twenty twelve, like on. Oh, not 2012, I guess. Uh, the Winter Olympics. Mm. They go. Oh, and here's some of our hopeful snowboarders mm. here in Milton Keynes. Mm. Sex game.
0: So uh, seems like he might be the guy. And he was vice president of operations at Disneyland Paris in the 1990s. What? Well, that's not a great role, is it? No, that been that that would have been before Disney owned it. Correct. Oh, long before so Disney's only owned it in the last. So that was when it was struggling. Five years. That was when it was struggling. Yes, yeah. So is that? I mean, I mean, it's not bad experience to have, but um, it's not as if he was around when that park, you know, really sort of sprung into life and no. became what it is today. He was sort of overseeing it very much in its. Uh, yeah. He was having growing pains, uh, shall we yeah. say. I don't necessarily
1: think that was his fault. No, I'm um, sure there were other factors. As far as I'm aware, it was quite hindered at the time from you know Disney's lack of... Uh, Disney had not a lot of money uh, at the time, weirdly. It's
0: uh, bizarre to think uh, a, now. Uh, I'm pretty f- sure they own us. France. They just bought us for no Basically. They just thought, yeah. Well, yeah, why not? Didn't pay us a lot, Christ. No, uh,
1: £2.50 in no. French government didn't want to invest a lot of money. Got like a bag so was, of crisps was, out of it, I It think. was quite hard. Could,
0: they couldn't even stretch to aircon. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a silent fan. <laughs> we had to turn the fan off to do the podcast. <laughs> to be fair, the drone of the fan, probably more insightful than the drone of my voice. Oh, oh. self-wreck. It certainly is. Love a self-wreck. But, I mean, this is a, an encouraging development, I guess. That they've hired a new chief executive. Yeah, I, c- um, I can't think of how many they've had at this point.
1: Fifteen million.
0: Yeah, yeah. a lot. It's, um, it's, they, they've certainly made I, their way through
1: them. I think one of the best parts is now since uh, you know Paramount was initially in it, then they left and mm. they come back. There's been some uh, some big Paramount Park uh, Paramount hits out there, so media sites have a new films to talk about, like A Quiet Place.
0: Oh yes. A Quiet Place is no longer the holy trinity of Star Trek, Mission Impossible, and The Godfather. Now they can talk about A Quiet Place, yeah, which is getting a sequel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will it be out in time for the London Resort? Yes. We can only hope. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, Quiet Place Three. I'm not sure Quiet be Place be
1: needs a sequel.
0: I'm very torn on it. I I remember coming out of that film and thinking probably don't need a sequel. However. Should they do a sequel that is the aliens to the first film's Alien? Oh, that is yeah. Uh, it I've, ends yeah. with Emily Blunt kind of ready to. She, she yeah because she's now kind of under go go to war so knows to speak. more about knows the aliens. more about them. She's armed yeah. She's got vengeance yeah on her mind yeah. um That could be interesting. I guess uh, the, the one uh, Emily thing Emily Blunt on the front foot a little bit more. Then I then would the last miss one. from
1: that is the um. That's good. That person. the relationship between her. And uh, her husband, her husband, and and also the kids, obviously,
0: who is still directing. Oh, okay. So t- he didn't die in real life. Oh, uh, good. Thank God. He he is still alive in real life. Um, no cause spoilers he was, for a quiet place, by the way. He was
1: in uh, Jack Ryan, wasn't he? He uh, not Jack Ryan.
0: He directed and starred in A Quiet Place as the on-screen husband of his real-life wife, Emily Blunt. And uh, he didn't make it out. It was Jack Ryan, wasn't it? The Amazon show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that. That's really good. I want to. I'm another series of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of where we are now. So Paramount is back. As far as I'm aware, the name stays London Resort. They have not said it's now back to being London Paramount.
1: Yes. Um, Here's a question for you. Okay. Uh, Paramount also uh, the Italian job guys. Yes. Do they do old school original Italian job? Yes. Or do they do what I fear they would
0: do and put I mean, Marky Mark Italian Job in? Marky Mark Italian Job is also quite old. So, Well, yes, at this point. At this point, it's like you may as well do the, the, the classic. Yeah. Unless you, unless they're going to remake it again. Mm. I mean, it's about time. We're, we're getting to the point where it can't be. In that original... <laughs> this probably should be an Italian Job second remake. Yeah. Been what 15 years or more since that, that, the Marky Mark one, yeah. Uh, 2000,
1: yeah, it would be about 15 years, I think it's about
0: 2004. Hmm,
1: yeah, that original was uh weird, like for the time period. Like, so you got um Camp Freddy, mm. that's his name, I'm not being <laughs> offensive, right. and he's like a gay dude, which is really cool to see. Um, like you don't get that much really, not even today, like having that sort of representation. But then you also got Benny Hill. In it, okay. Who is also a sexual deviant in the film?
0: Whether Italian Job will be part of this, we don't know. I see. It seems to me like that. You know, they need to strike some more deals. I still don't think they've got, uh, you know, some killer IP. I don't know. I mean, I I think they need the Park Rush IP. I'm more excited about BBC stuff than Paramount stuff, personally. When it comes to yeah, got uh, the news. What they could. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The news.
1: Oh gosh! Oh, you, we could have uh, that because when BBC <laughs> first came on the scene, and everyone was like, "Oh, they own Luther." Right. Yeah. Come on, guys. Luther, wow!
0: Really? They got Doctor Who. Yeah, could make a they good ride out Who. of Doctor it's Who. Like, Doctor
1: Who, yes, and then but then the other people, they went and Luther, like that was the only other thing they could remember.
0: Right. Like, well, what else could they? I do? Don't think Luther would be a good. To be fair, what else could they do? Um, um, Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, Animal Planet Not Animal Planet that's Planet, TV Earth. Show. Planet Earth Planet Earth Yeah that's not a bad shout Get some David Attenborough up in here Yeah um, Yeah um, Top Gear You could just get like Get loads of old blokes Out of the local care homes To pretend to be David Attenborough So you could do meet and greets At the park It could be anyone Like Americans yeah. I've got to know Yeah exactly They just know his voice Yeah so yeah, just any old guy yeah. with a phone in his pocket playing David Attenborough voice samples yeah. just needs to get really good at lip sync. Easy, and uh, that's that's sorted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you reckon then, Josh? Is this thing has it got a new lease of life? Are you a, are you a believer? I no. <laughs> this, this whole episode has been a futile waste of everybody's time.
1: Well, that's that's the really depressing thing about this because I really want it to happen. Really mm. do. Yeah. But it just it always smacks me like, they'll get, they'll finally get everyone moved out, then the thing will collapse again, and it'll end up being houses.
0: Yes. Um, yeah.
1: And they'll be too expensive, so none of us can own them.
0: Well, yes. Great. Yeah. You've brought the whole thing crashing back down <laughs> to earth with the most cynical, but inevitable outlook on the situation. But it's all um, right, because Brexit. But Brexit. Brexit world. <gasps> just a rebrand. Oh. Yeah. You could just have a roller coaster that goes up really, really high and crashes to the floor to represent the value I of the that's pound. T- that's too much effort, Tom. Is it?
1: What you do is you get a bin and you put a fire in it.
0: <laughs> roll up, roll up. <laughs> See the bin on fire. Throw your fibres on it to keep it going. The ultimate metaphor for Brexit. We'll have
1: to do that because we'll all have to huddle around it. <laughs> to keep warm. Actually, we won't because we'll cold, all be burning alive.
0: Winter. Oh, cause it's too bloody hot well yes well there we are Josh this has been a bit of a bummer of an episode but let's hope it happens let's hope it happens let's hope Pierre Let's hope does Pierre, it let's hope Pierre is the guy yeah and, and the Ebsfleet dude and the Ebsfleet dude Pierre and the Ebsfleet dude yeah that's a terrible band we'll get, we'll get them on a podcast <laughs> we'll reach out We'll get Pierre and the Ebb's dude on. Shall I email then? him? I'll email him. Yeah, why don't you email him? Right. We've got a, an email address, haven't we? Yeah. Podcast at parkrush.com. Yeah. We've also got an Instagram page at podcast, And uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on your preferred app of choice. That is going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week. And until next week, take it easy. Goodbye. Au revoir.